Knock, knock. Who's there? Exactly. That's the question, is it not? When life comes knocking, who's going to answer? We're multifaceted beings. What does that mean? It means that we're not only our heart and soul, which we speak about a lot as metaphysicians, we are an accumulation of everything that we've experienced in our lives. In this incarnation, even before cognition, we've been noticing and recognizing and putting meaning to everything we've experienced. It's become a part of who we are. Each moment, we have an opportunity to look at who we're being in that expression or that reflection. And yet, are we always aware of exactly where that's coming from within us, that facet that might be reflected here, or reflected there, that might be influencing what's going on in our world? Our perception, the way that we see the world, is the lens through which we look at what's happening, the meaning that we see in it, derived from what's within us. Our truth, the truth of who we are as a human being, flavored and influenced by who we are as a spiritual being. Each and every one of us have different personalities. We can look around at each other and see that some of us are alpha. Some of us are beta. Left brain, right brain. Analytical, those who like to examine and understand and put in place various things. Some come from the heart, from their feelings. Each and every one of us unique. It's where we come from. It's what makes up who we are. And yet, here as metaphysicians, as spiritual seekers, we look to find the meaning beyond life as we know it. We look to make a difference in how we react and that we choose to respond instead. But a way to understand who's going to answer the door when life knocks is not about just trying to change or alter what has been. It's about how we're going to be in the moment and where we're going to come from. Each and every situation that we've experienced, whether it was childhood or adolescence or adulthood, was it good or bad? Was it right or wrong? It was all based on whatever it is that we were experiencing at the time. And was it the world around us? Some of us have been through instances and situations in humanity that have profoundly affected how we see life and what matters. Maybe what place we've come from or what family we were raised in. So many things affect how we see and experience life, how we have walked in our own moccasins in life. And yet, we have an opportunity to be able to look differently at even what we've become. This is where the heart and soul comes in. 
This is where no matter what has occurred or what we've come to understand or what we believe, our heart and soul can allow us to see not only these situations, but ourselves as a spiritual being in this human experience. One of the first things that's necessary to be able to see something is to be able to step far enough away from it to see it for what it is, to take a step back. I found myself in this past few weeks in a situation where I was having a conversation and interacting with several people. And I'm clear about what I'm wanting to communicate and what's happening. And the next thing you know, that cute little five-year-old of mine that has his own way of seeing things or experiencing things, may have brought a few things from him from my childhood. Mm, Yeah, I think so. He started to do the puppet thing. You know, pull a few strings, push a few buttons. Fortunately, the mature adult in me continued to do what he was doing, except that it was very clear that I was being influenced by my little five-year-old. And the interesting part was, is I wasn't completely aware of it until later. I said, wow, that was a little different than what I wanted to be able to express myself as, or that's not how I wanted to come across. And I noticed it was a decision or decisions or an experience that this small child part of me, wanting to be the ventriloquist in that moment, which isn't a very pleasant experience if you're the dummy, (laughs) if you know what I mean. That's where instead of what meaning I placed on it as a child or what meaning we place on it in our lives holds too true. Now we come from a place of love. We come from a place of light. We let our soul reflect our light on the situation and our heart reflect our love on it to do two things. To forgive and to heal. Now, forgiveness is giving up something for something else. It's saying, yes, that happened. And no, that wasn't pleasant. And it did affect me. And it doesn't feel good when something comes up that triggers my insecurities or my doubts. But instead of saying, who am I? When we apply that meaning, we can say, who I am. Is the love and the light that that part of us is just looking for. That part of us that didn't get what it needed or was afraid or wasn't sure. Like in the visualization, we can turn to that scene in our life and we can bring our love and light to the place we've forgotten at that point and embrace it and heal it. Healing. Healing is releasing ourselves from the bondage that we've placed upon ourselves by what we've decided. It releases ourselves from the meaning that we hold. And so many times, these things that we hold and we carry with us create energetic places within us that actually become metastasized, can make their way into our emotions, our our thoughts, our, our, our physicality. So we have this opportunity to begin to step back, take a different look, 
And most importantly, become aware. You know, we say in, as spiritual seekers and metaphysicians, to become conscious. What does that mean? What that means is to become fully present in this moment with the awareness of who I am as the love of my divine heart and the inspiration of my spirit. And as we get in the visualization, embrace whatever it is that's there with that and be that. Because that light and that love, that vibration, transcends and transforms whatever it is we reflect upon it. Forgive yourself and welcome love back into your life. Wayne Dyer. You see, we think very differently with our mind. Our mind wants to understand, categorize, put in place, create a belief, find evidence. A wonderful tool necessary for us in conditional reality. But our soul, our spirit, looks to bring its essence and presence as our experience in life. Not to be hindered by what we understand, but to enhance and make better the way we see things or the way we are with things as far as that's concerned. Forgive yourself not because you deserve forgiveness, but because you deserve peace. Buddha. As we begin to decide to be aware and conscious, to be responsible, the ability to respond to what we've become and what we've carried into our lives, we begin to create experiences in each moment of freedom, this innocence of the release of judgment that we hold upon ourselves. Of course, there is this reflection of our expression into the world that others experience, but I'm speaking this morning of yours. Yours within, your expression, your experience, the fulfillment of your purpose in your life. This forgiveness is what is meant by salvation. The redemption of sin. Sin being a mistake. As we bring the I am that we are to any mistake or situation we see as other than perfect in our lives, we forgive or free ourselves, we redeem ourselves, and bring salvation into our life. This freedom of being who we are, unencumbered, by the mistakes or sins that we continue to experience. In Luke it says, Judge not, and ye shall not be judged. Condemn not, and ye shall not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. So frequently this particular scripture seems to look at pointing the finger at everybody else, and yet the mirror is the most important place to start in forgiveness, because by forgiving ourselves, we release our judgment first on and of ourselves, and therefore we look at life released from that. It gives us the freedom to do two things. 
Because we think that by forgiving or healing or changing, we're getting freedom from this human experience we're having. When the truth is, our pathway is to lead us to freedom with. To be able to stand in the middle of our lives with the most difficult and challenging situations and to remember the I am that we are and to bring that representation and expression of God into that moment, into our lives. For us to be filled with all the beauty and joy and love and peace that we already are by choosing to be responsible for what we've been and what we are becoming. And like we did in the visualization, to open the arms of our heart and soul and to embrace what we've been. Not to hide it or leave it behind. To embrace what has risen up on our pathway. To embrace what we know we are as we're sitting in the deepest of meditation, free from all of our thoughts and feelings and the physicality of the world. To bring unity and wholeness and oneness together as our expression. To forsake nothing, to embrace everything, and allow ourselves to feel that freedom and innocence. I'll give a little short example of that freedom and innocence. I shared this on Friday night in class. I was watching YouTube video or video on Facebook. Sitting by myself, I had just done some work, I think, and there's this video that came up of owners of dogs where the dogs have been separated from their owners for like anywhere from 18 months to three years. One that was about to be euthanized and found at the last minute. These little quick stories, three or four of them. And in some cases, the dog at a distance didn't even recognize the owner. But as soon as they got close enough and they could tell who they were, oh, my God. And I mean that because, you know, God spelled backwards as dog, number one. <laughs> we all know the value and importance of that. But the joy, not only that the owner was experiencing, but the tail couldn't wag any faster. The dog couldn't jump any higher. Once they realized they were reunited, heart and soul with their owner. And I just sat there like a little kid weeping. Just weeping in joy. I could not stop myself. And what did I do? Walked around the bed. I picked up my little shih tzu. I sat in my recliner. I placed him right here on my chest, on my heart. And I got to tell you, God was present. I melted this is what we want to be able to experience in our lives. This isn't about the circumstances and situations, the conditions we have to face. Oh yeah, I'm not going to stand here and believe. We're not going to run into some of those things in our lives. But it's our choice to experience this if we choose to. And it's our love and our life and our willingness to accept and embrace with compassion, to forgive to give up what was for what is and who we're becoming. Our spiritual path is a journey of exploration, discovery, expression, and experience. By choosing to live by the inspiration of spirit and the intuition of our soul, guided by the love of our divine heart, 
we fulfill our purpose and live a fulfilling life no matter what is knocking at the door. I'd like to share with you a Buddhist prayer. If I have harmed anyone in any way, either knowingly or unknowingly, through my own confusions, I ask their forgiveness. If anyone has harmed me in any way, either knowingly or unknowingly, through their own confusions, I forgive them. And if there is a situation I am not ready to forgive, I forgive myself. For all the ways I have harmed myself, negated, doubted, belittled myself, judged, or been unkind to myself through my own confusions, I forgive myself. Knock, knock. The I am that you are. Thank you.